I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. He is one of the most popular hosts in Australia with The Morning Show and The Chase Australia every day on Channel 7. And he's got a new memoir out, Happy As. It's available now. Larry Emder. Larry, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Good to see you. It is so good to see you. I have to tell you, all the times, I was on The Morning Show with you and Kylie 26 times over a period of seven years, and they were some of my favorite times on on live TV. You guys are the best. Well, you you are uh, great television, and we remember those days very well. And I remember the first time you came on, I was like, wow, this kid can talk, right? (laughs) And it was a very popular segment. And as soon as you came on, people were like, we need more of that. So it's good to see you now all sort of growing up. Is that a a mustache there? What's going on? Little scruff. Yes, a little scruff. (laughs) Very good. I'm almost 24. I turned 24 in a couple of weeks, Larry. Crazy. Wow. Happy birthday for that. Thank you. Thank you. I love your book. It is so fun. So entertaining. I mean, right from the get-go, the self-aware humor throughout and your personality just shines. How much fun did you have writing this? Well, it was a lot of fun, but it was challenging at the same time. And and I guess I'm now talking to a lot of people who have got no idea who I am. So um, I've been working in TV 40 years in Australia uh, this year. So that was the reason why I thought maybe, you know, maybe it's time to write some of this stuff down. It was fun writing the book, but I, I got kicked out of school very early. So uh, I, I'm not a great writer. I've never been a big writer. I've never been a big reader. So it was challenging to sit down and do it, but there's stories that I really wanted to tell um, and, and get down on paper. Well, it, it's very conversational. And that's what I love about it, too. And and the feel of it and the vibe of it, uh, I, I could just I, I enjoyed the pleasure of experiencing it. So oh. congratulations on it. Well, I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure how the business works in America, but you know, certainly uh, since I started in the business here, it's been just such an interesting ride. And I'm I'm the most axed man in Australian TV. I've been sacked from more TV shows in my 40 years than anyone else in Australia. But that makes for interesting reading now because there's a lot, whole lot of crazy stories in there about failed TV shows and lots of bloopers and blunders and all sorts of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Your your first night on one of the shows and you missed the chair and right. you got first <laughs> TV was just brilliant. And you talk about Family Double Dare. Now, Double Dare here in America was a popular show. But for right. you, yeah, for you, it was it was not a great night at what? Three episodes went on the air? Yeah, so we did. <laughs> it was axed. Um, uh, it was axed after the first episode. We recorded three episodes because what happens here, and I've done so many shows here over the years, but what happens is the executives bring you and they say, hey, this is a great show because this is big in America. <laughs> so when you hear those words, I should run a million miles because it doesn't automatically translate to working for an Australian audience. But over my time here, it has been, I've heard this so many times, this is big in America and Family Double Dare was one of those shows. And it went to air here prime time. It was a whole big deal. And then it got axed after the first show. They, they ran a couple more. We recorded three. They ran a couple more, but it, it's still one of the shortest running shows in Australian TV history, and I'm very proud of that. I'm proud. You you have that honor. Another big show here in America. I don't know if you know this about me, Larry. Obviously, you know that, that I love movies, but I've been obsessed with game shows my whole life. And okay. 
you hosting the Price is Right, and you call that the greatest gift. And I have to imagine yeah. it was because it's it's a phenomenal game show, and and the stories yeah. you know this book about it are just superb. There's there's lots of stories, lots of time I spent on the Price is Right. I'm the the longest running host of that. I haven't done it for a few years now, but. I did it on and off over three series that spanned about 20 years because it was always on in repeats. And so here um, in Australia, when I walk down the street every day, it's like, come on down, come on down. And when I go to buy something at the shop, someone's going to say, put it in order from least expensive to most expensive. So I still I still live with this every day. But yeah, I hosted The prices Right and it was, it was the most amount of fun anyone could have. Not only a host, but just anyone going to work as the host of one of the great game shows. And I, I love those times. And it was such, such an important time in my career. It really did set me up um, here in, in, as, a, as, a, as a host, as a, as a host of a big show. I went on after that. I did Wheel of Fortune as well. So I've done all the big ones down here. And, um, but, but Price certainly was, um, was the biggest, best, my, my favourite show. Wow. Yeah. And it's so cool that you you didn't want to know what the prizes were, except if, if it was a car and they gave you a little signal if it was going to be the car. Yeah. You know what? I, I just wanted to go on that journey with the contestants and I wanted to be authentic about that moment. So I never wanted to know what the prize was. So if they're excited, they're surprised or they're disappointed, <laughs> heaven forbid, they're playing for a prize they don't want. Um, but I wanted to be there with them. So I... I I, I really enjoyed that moment and I was very conscious of that. Like, so I want to be surprised with you if if it's a family holiday to Disneyland. So I want to be able to jump, jump up in the air with you. So, but when it was a car, you know, it was a different kind of build-up. You'd know from watching all the game shows, it's a different kind of drama. Um, so I would I'd have a little clue then that that was coming out. And now you're hosting the Chase Australia. We've had the Chase here in America for a couple different versions and it is yeah. such a cool game and I've been able to watch good. a couple of your episodes on YouTube and it's and it's fun you you're really enjoying that now thank you and but very different um you know when when I got the call to audition I think there was this expectation that yeah he's hosted prices right he's hosted wheel of fortune now the chase is will just be another part like that another show like that but it's not you know huge differences as you would appreciate between game shows and quiz shows mm. so uh it, it took me a while i gotta say it took me a little while to get uh, to get up to speed to get the momentum right but now i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying it it's it's great fun i love the american version as well that's great and the beast i mean one of the reasons why i think it, it worked so well when it first started here in america was because of the beast he is such an incredible right. knowledge and personality what's a secret of the beast that you can share with our listeners you know i don't know i've spent a little bit of time with them all and um and they've all been on my show. We do a show here, the morning show, as you mentioned, which is a, a great chat show here in the morning. So uh, as the chasers come to Australia or wherever they are, we have them in on the morning show. And I always ask them the same question. How do you, uh, how do you remember stuff? How do you know the answer to that Latin question? Then the answer to the Japanese question and the Greek mythology question, like straight off the top of your head. And they've all got different mechanisms for it. But I think the real answer is, the only answer is they're just smart <laughs> they're really smart but they're, they're very intense characters and i love them and and it's a very popular show here in australia as well so uh yeah we've just introduced a new chaser for the first time in a long time and and she's been very well received as well so it's exciting it's exciting to be doing the morning show and then the, the then the afternoon game show so it's busy times at the moment 
Oh yeah, yeah. And my cousin uh, loves the chase even more than me. I think he, if he had the ability to watch you every day in the Chase Australia every day, he absolutely <laughs> would. He he really appreciates that. Right. Yeah, Larry Emder is with me here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. His memoir, Happy As, is available now. You combined your love of acting and movies and game shows with this short film you did called Larry Time a couple years ago. And I watched yeah. it on YouTube. I got to give your performance an A. You were fantastic as you said. <laughs> yeah, it was a big stretch playing myself, right? <laughs> um over the last couple of years, or many years actually, I've, I've written two uh, feature film scripts and we were just messing around. We wanted to do, with my director and co-producer, we wanted to try and package up this character, which essentially is a game show host who gets locked away. And can this um, arrogant, uh, totally into himself TV character um, survive in a world where he's he has nothing, right? He, he, he doesn't have his people and his entourage and his money and his restaurants and he just has nothing. He's, he, he's locked in a chair and is, can, he be a, can he be a reasonable human being was the premise of Larry Time, the movie Larry Time. So it was just, a, it was just fun. Um, you know me well enough to know I've spent most of my career uh, sending myself up on TV. It's my favourite thing to do. And so this was, a, this was the opportunity to send myself up on the big screen. Yeah. And Larry Time did did very well on the on, on the short film circuit, so it was you know it was funny. It was a bit of dark comedy, and it was it was great fun to do. But yes, playing me was a huge stretch. <laughs> I'm glad it did well. The festival circuit, the festival world is is so huge in America, and I'm glad. Well received in Australia. Speaking of movies and, and doing well around the world, Top Gun Maverick is breaking records here in the yeah. US. I heard it's the third highest grossing movie ever in Australia. Is that really true? Right. It's huge. It's huge. And it was just such good timing, such a huge buzz about it here. We we're coming out of our lockdowns. Um, everyone was busting to get back to the cinemas. And there was this gift. <laughs> there was this gift, Tom Cruise and Top Gun. And we all raced to the cinemas. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I got a bunch of mates who I think have been to see it five or six times. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's a great, great film. How did you rate that? I loved it. I, I gave it a B plus. I loved it. I, I thought it was good yeah. fun exciting uh, and, and experiencing it on the biggest screen possible really helps. So just, just so I'm clear on your rating system, Top Gun Maverick, the biggest movie in the history of the world, gets a B plus from you, and Larry Time gets an A. Am I is it, am, am I reading that right? Yes, yes, you yes, are. yes, yes. They deserve those ratings. Yes, yes. Bite me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you host the morning show, and you've been doing it for fifteen years with Kylie, yeah. and you two are such a great pairing. Uh, you, you always have been. You're genuine. You're funny. I just watched a clip on the morning show's Instagram of you two with bloopers a while back. It's just, yeah. it's, it's so funny. She's changed your life and this show has changed your life. And you write about that towards the end of the book. Yeah, absolutely. We were, um, uh, it was a very crowded market. We have three main commercial channels in Australia. Uh, two of the commercial channels had a morning show offering um, and we were very late to the, so, and they were both successful and well established. So when we came in, when we were called into audition to do this show, they were saying it might go for three months or it might go for six months, and that was okay with me because I was used to doing short run, short runs of different shows. And now here we are, as you say, fifteen years later, um, we've been top of the ratings for dominated that time slot for all of those fifteen years, 
And it's a blessing. It's two and a half hours every day. It's live. It's fun. I get to talk to people like you. Um, it, it, it's been good. And it's been good during COVID as well because we've been able to reach out to people who we would never have been able to get on the morning show in Australia. Um, so we've had, we've, we've had a reasonable couple of years trying to keep the, the dream alive, trying to, a little bit of sunshine uh, during the gloomy days of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And I hope you, you tease that your next book is going to be more even more focused on the morning show. I hope I'm included in there. In, in yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> let's see what the, the rest of this interview holds. But okay. uh, yeah, okay. we've got uh, pl plenty more stories to tell. So this was about sort of growing up, why me and why, how on earth. It's a lot about the Australian TV business. So if you're living in America and you're interested in how TV works in Australia, th th there's a lot about that. And all, as I said at the top, all the bloopers and blunders along the way. And you give a lot of great advice to young people who want to get into television. There are some great words of wisdom and, and things you should have and know about. So I think that also will really work for, for people who love getting into TV. And a lot of the early portion of your book is about your childhood. And yeah. what really got me, I mean, many of the stories will get me, will get a lot of people. They're funny, they're heartwarming, they're sad, they're emotional, the cork board. And I wonder for you, Larry, what <laughs> you would you would put, if you had total control of a cork board of your life, what are a couple of the key pictures and things you would want to put on it? Because that cork board has had significance in your life. Yeah. So you're familiar with the corkboard concept? Is this something we would find in an American I, kitchen? I used to have one in my room right. past this. Right this movie theater screen. I, I did have a cork board at one point. Yeah. So the, the concept was growing up that I have, I have two beautiful, fabulous sisters. Um, Nikki, my eldest sister, who's a psychologist who I, I call all the time because TV is a crazy place. And um, Martine, my younger sister, who's actually a, a world famous artist. That's one of her pieces there. But uh, if you, if you're into art, my gosh, Google Martine Emder, E-M-D-U-R, art. Uh, she's, she's quite spectacular and very famous down here. Um, so it was about who got more cork, who got more corkboard on mum's corkboard in the kitchen, and the girls were dominating. I couldn't even get, I couldn't get a spot on the corkboard because it was the invitation to Martin's artwork, and then it was all the grandkids. And the, uh, so the answer to your question, what would I put on the? I, I'd now put the cover of my book on the corkboard. If, if I could say to mum, come on, mum, I wrote a book. Surely the cover of the book can go on the corkboard. Surely. <laughs> I think it would. It deserves to be on there. It is fantastic. you got to read this. Happy as. It's available now. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Larry, say hi to Kylie for me. Say hi to everybody at the morning show for me. I had a, a real joy reading this. I, I am so thrilled for you. And I thank you so much for being on the LCJ Q&A today. That's very, very kind of you. And always good to see you. Hopefully we'll see you soon on the morning show again. Absolutely. I'm Lates Camera Jackson. For more, go to Twitter at LCJ Reviews. Follow Larry as well on all the social media and the morning show pages as well. Uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's where you can get all the LCJ Q&A episodes. I'm Lates Camera Jackson. I'll see you next time.